understanding this because when you're doing subtle energy work you can feel, you can totally feel it's all there. So, you know, the Buddha was on to something when he was talking about the body as the first foundation of mindfulness. That this is the place that we can return to again and again and again and again. And in contemporary psychological circles, you know, a person isn't actually said to have resolved something until they've released the qualities in the body. And there's all kinds of trauma modalities that have released trauma that are based on not the psychological processes, but the body processes, the physiological processes that are actually embedded in the body. So when we have a way of being able to connect and feel in a non-judgmental way, to be able to receive what's there and to be able to hold that, and we have something that's huge. It's an unbelievably valuable tool. And this tool is not only a tool that helps us self-regulate in our physical health, it also is a tool that helps us navigate emotions, our thoughts, our beliefs, our memories, and trauma as they can't get activated or how to release them. So having a body as um, a basis that we return to again and again and again is a real strong foothold for developments. And, um, and as we release the tension, the accumulation, the resistance, the not wanting, as we release the patterns of fear and the disturbing emotions, as we release the um, traumas as they have been stored and get activated, then we open up to an experience of calm and an experience of peacefulness, of like it feels like, you know, you know, settling back into your own skin. You know. So you know, we started with this morning with a conversation about the fact that people come into meditation thinking that meditation is about relaxation and calm and about feeling comfortable. And, you know, um, surprise, surprise, it's not always like that. And so, you know, I could be deeply uh, disappointed for people when they have this expectation and they are confronted with quite a lot of things that are actually very uncomfortable. And in fact, one of the purposes of meditation is to reveal the illusions for what they are and to take off the masks of self-deception so that we can see, um, or positively can see things that we haven't actually had much contact with. And I know for myself, you know, it was sobering when after many years of meditation, I was in a circumstance where I had to go deeper and I saw layers and things that I know. And some of these layers were very much based on compressions of fear and anger and, and, um, and self-disparagement, self-hatred. And because I had known myself to be this bright, smiling, confident person, you know, I didn't have access to any of those layers. So when those layers revealed themselves, it was um, sobering, you know. It's like after all these years of meditation, But it wasn't a, a feature of a lack of interest or, or effort. It was a feature of a lack of safety. And so one of the things about developing body meditation, as well as creating group spaces, as well as speaking with each other, is as, as well as the, what we do in ourselves, is that we've got no ground until we have safety. We can't actually do any work until we feel safe. And because of the circumstances that I was in, I was in, I was in, a, in Australia, 
and you know, I'm a, I'm a kind of a nature freak. You know, I like nature. I'm very much a nature. And um, I was born in the city, so you know, even though I was born there, I never felt like that was the right place for me. So after many, many years and ten years of being in Melbourne, I ended up spending some time in, like in the national park in Australia. And so there was a hermitage that was in the middle of this national park, and this national park was surrounded by three national parks. So there was like kind of a million square acres of unbroken wilderness. So it wasn't like you felt like you were near the city. It felt like you were not near city. And, you know, it took a while to get used to it because everything in Australia was different. You know, you know creatures were different, the birds were different, the mountains were different, the marsupials were different. But after I got over the initial kind of, you know, there was this, ah, you know, and I had the feeling that the land was welcoming me. Now, you know, I like nature, so I, you know, I tend to hang out in places like that. I never felt like the land was like, you know, grandmother's kisses, you know, just kind of delighting, just delighting that I'm. And I could feel that, but you know, butterflies walking around me, and just I don't know, just the way the animals would connect, their eyes, their eyes. I don't know, just have this feeling. And because I had that feeling of being so welcome, then it gave rise to a sense of safety. And the safety gave rise to the ability to trust. And the trust gave rise to the ability to look. And the looking gave rise to layers that I had never seen before. So there was a direct connection between the safety, the trust, the looking, and opening up layers. And I felt it in my body. I felt emotions and things in my body. So, you know, I remember washing my socks, and I felt like, you know, I was just like all tight, like somebody was shooting at me or something. And it was like, nobody is shooting at you. You know, what's going on? So it was the contrast between noticing places of tension and being able to relax those, and having the sense of being enveloped in, a, in an environment that felt so welcoming and safe to me. It gave me the impetus to see what was there. And I was surprised. You know, I was really surprised. I saw things I had no idea were there. But one of the values of being willing to open up in that kind of a way was just that I noticed that afterwards I relaxed in a different way than I had ever been. And so, you know, before, without realizing it, I was operating with a kind of tension or fear, without having any specific thing that I could place on. It was like, you know, holding, trying to hold a volcano in a bottle, you know, it doesn't hold very nicely. So when you open up the bottle and you let it out, then the, there's this, there's not something. And I noticed that, you know, just in my, my body, that I felt much more relaxed and at peace and kind of relaxing or less resting in my skin. So these body sensations are connected to emotions, and the emotions are connected to beliefs, and the beliefs are connected to memories about, you know, things that have happened. And we can know all of that by paying attention to our body. So our body is not like, you know, reason for idiots, you know. It's, it's actually um, 
kids are tremendously rich and tremendously um, subtle um, way of practicing. Now, one of the things that the Tibetan tradition has um, done a lot of is develop maps with a subtle energy body. So, um, in the early Buddhist teachings, which is the tradition that I come from, they don't have so many maps about the subtle energy body. But in the Tibetan tradition, they have more maps about that. And I found it useful because I experienced these things, and it's nice to have maps that help kind of explain what's going on. So there's different energy places in the body. You know, there's an energy place at the top of the head, the crown, and there's an energy place here, and there's an energy place here. There's an energy place at the heart. There's an energy place um, in the, um, it's actually here. And then there's an energy place here. So there's 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 an energy place at the at the root of like for a women it would probably would be like at our at our cervix and that's like it's the root chakra that has to do with our sense of survival. And the second chakra is up a bit. It's really like more like the dantian, and that has to do with our sexual center. Then the center up above here, it's in the middle of the abdomen, is is the third center. That has to do with power and engagement. And the fourth center has to do with heart, uh, feeling quality. The fifth center has to do with communication, speech. This center has to do with perceptivity. Also, it has to do with intuition. And sometimes when people are feeling um, like they're picking up on stuff and they don't know where they're picking the stuff up from, it's because this this whole center is activated for something. And then this center has to do with our sense of being connected to something bigger than our own individual limited sense of self. So within our physical body, we can touch into places in our body that have to do with subtle energy, subtle energy centers, that are our gateways both to our emotions as well as gateways to our spiritual practice. So our body in that way is like a portal. You know, it's like a it's like a, a bridge. It's a portal to um, everything.